G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast, where we interview acts current and emerging. Today on the pod, we have Mercy Mercy. We get her on to talk about the new EP, the songwriting, the mental health awareness, all of that involved, and um, just having a general good chat. This podcast has been going for like two and a half years now, and um, the old days, I used to like have a couple drinks and... um, because I couldn't approach artists or bands or anything, like, because I would overthink and I'm that scared of rejection. Um, <laughs> so I would um, have like three or four drinks and just get that little bit of liquid courage and then message people. Yeah. Um, and then the bigger the podcast gets, you know, you deal with PR and all that type of stuff and they come to you, which is awesome. <laughs> but um, on this occasion with you, you did receive a message from me for a. Um, interesting reason now walk you through it i was in the um mcdonald's drive-thru and my dad was at work and he doesn't really call me unless it's like a serious thing so i missed the call when i'm in the macca's drive-thru i'm like i'm waiting for my food i'll ring up and i was like what's wrong dad but he's like have you heard of um mercy mercy have you interviewed them before (laughs) i do know who that is dad yep why how has that come through to your workplace as a 60 something year old man apparently he works with like your uncle or auntie or something what and i told him that you were coming on um and he's like oh i'll have to tell my friend at work (laughs) oh my god that's amazing and he's like i'll actually know one for once like so that's good so yeah that's why i had to reach out and we here we are a month later so yeah I, wow. I, thought, I thought that was interesting, um, but thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. But the funny thing is you gave me an email and I emailed that email yeah. and they didn't get back to me. Oh. And then I got an email of someone else saying, hey, do you want to interview Mercy Mercy? I went, oh, really? No way. <laughs> I, I do indeed. So it's, it's all come full circle and I've had a listen to the EP, which is why you're on. Man, you're, we're going to go through a few songs, can't go through them all, we don't have that much time, um, but I want to start off with Into You. I was always into you. interesting to go into like the artist's mind of like the structure of EPs. Now I think this is like a perfect starter song because it kind of encapsulates like if I was to show someone a Mercy Mercy song I would show them that song to start off. I think it's a good like entree. Do you think like why do you put it first for on the EP or do you not even know about the structure? No I made sure that I was in control of like what song went first and what song went last because I really like the storytelling of it. Yeah. So why why that one first? Why did you think that one was a good one to kind of um, kick it off? I think because it's very lighthearted and mm-hmm. it's once not about mental health. It's just about how, you know, people expect sex when you like them, when you just want to like them first and not have sex with them straight away. You know what I mean? That's why I said um, this song's a good one to start off with because yeah. you can't just bang them in with a bloody um, mental health and make them feel sad yet. Yet. You've yet. just got to you just got to ease it in and be like, oh, it's a nice voice, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, <laughs> and then we just go bang, bang, bang. Um, 
which we'll get to later because um, I really like the mental health angle. Now, I saw that you've wanted to be um, an artist for a very long time, right? Yes. And you couldn't sing that well very yes. early on. Yeah. So how is it like myself, I would get super frustrated and I'd get really mad at myself. Um, was there a time where like you realized that like you could sing and this could actually be a reality and like instead of just a, you know, a dream? Um, I think it's when I like showed the first song I wrote to my music teacher and she offered to pay for me to like get it all like produced and like release it out to the world because she was like, wow, you're really good. And I was like, really? Finally, after all these years of trying to sound good, I'm finally good. Mm. So was that like the, oh, I know that sounds like a bit of a um, lights on, switch on moment, but was that like, oh, okay, maybe this could be something or was it like, shit, we're on a roll, let's go, like. Was that the moment where I was like, I can actually sing. Yes, here we go. Oh, I, I wanted to do it no matter what. Even if I was just like in the in the background. Like I told all my teachers, I said, I'm either going to be a famous singer or I'm going to be homeless. So I had no chance either way. I just had to do it. I had to succeed. Um, and in Sydney as well, like homeless, that's a, that's a real possibility. Like I lived there oh, last yes. year and I did not realise how many homeless people there were. So like... What? I admire the dedication. I want to get into um, the second song, um, Winnie Crush. I know it's been out for a little while, but. I find it interesting when artists release um, acoustic versions. What stood out about that track where you went, okay, I want to do an acoustic version and release it? Like, what's, what makes it different from your other tracks to, to kind of put that out? Um, am I allowed to be honest? Go for it. Um, it wasn't my decision. I've heard that a bit recently. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when they... Can you be honest? Of fucking course you can. So, when they went, okay, this is cool, let's do an acoustic version of that, what were your thoughts? Well, I was kind of like, oh, why not any of my other songs? But then at the same time, I really liked Winnie Crush. So I was like, oh, okay, I will. Hopefully I sound good singing it acoustically. And I did. So there you go. That's, that is good. But like, it's, it's interesting because you have, you said you like can control the structure. So I'm guessing you like to have control of your um, creative outlet, which is, you know, the normal thing. So when someone goes, this is what you're doing, this is what you're releasing, how long does it take you to kind of go, like, accept it? Um, it really depends who you, you have working around you. Like, I've had a few different people where it's, like, it's either their choice or no choice. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the moment, I have, like, the most incredible team where I'm, like, no, nah, don't like that. And they're, like, okay, can you convince us why you don't like it? And I'm, like, yes, I can. And Open then discussion. I like, How good. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. So are they kind of like, this has to happen, but like maybe you can put as much spin on it as you want, like yet still have the core basics of whatever it is and then like you do you? I think sometimes that happens where they're like, we just have to do this. Like we know it will be good for you. And because I don't know, like I know nothing about music apart from writing a song and singing it. So I do just listen to them sometimes, but I just make it my own. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's my way or the highway. Get absolutely fucked. 
That's <laughs> bullshit. That is not cool at all. Um, it's cool that you got a um, good team around you. Now, we, we touched on it at the top, um, but the mental health angle throughout the EP, um, but especially on your last song, Uneasy. Worried I'll lose you soon. Lost the patience that I gained. Let the selfishness bloom. Rouse me up when I speak. I should really be ashamed. Don't deserve a kiss cheek. I personally think you are one of the um, best songwriters um, in the country because you are. You have the ability to say a lot with being concise. Uh, just simple shit like, if I ask for help, does that mean I'm unwell? I know that's not that song, but like that stands out to me. Um, and your lyrics tend to, they're very relatable and like you're very exposed in this EP. You're very open. Why be like so open and kind of open to, um, not scrutiny, but kind of just like open for people to have a good look at you? Because I feel like when I was younger, I had absolutely nobody to talk to. And that was when I was like at my absolute worst and when I needed people around me the most. So like I wanted to be open so that like less, I don't know, 12-year-old kids will be feeling depressed and feel like they can't talk about it because they'll be misunderstood and then it just gets worse. And then they're 21 like me and still kind of, you know, fucked in the head because they didn't, you know, get the help that they needed. Mm, it's um especially that especially on uneasy like i feel like you must have written that song about me like as someone that's 25 and has only been medicated for like under a year um i feel like this is the type of stuff like this type of stuff music's probably the best way to be creative and understand and um you don't really have to say anything um if you're just listening it's probably a good way to get out like imagine going through lockdown as a 12 year old like i was in that sydney lockdown and that like Oh, I drank so much alcohol. It's ridiculous. Like imagine how just having that to listen to every day. Um, does that, do you feel like a bit of pressure to kind of, because you, you didn't have that person when you were younger. So do you feel that pressure of being that, that person now for the younger generation? Um, I don't feel so much pressure because it's like, I've always wanted to help people. Like no matter what I've done in my life, I've always been a person who wants to help somebody else while still, I'm still a selfish person, don't get me wrong. But, like, for people I love, like, I want to be there for them. And if, like, somebody's struggling, I'd much rather help them and me be down than, like, you know, them be down and me be up. See, that doesn't sound selfish, though. Yeah, but I can be selfish. I can be a really selfish, awful person at the same time. It's very it's very weird. Um, I'm trying to picture that, and that don't make sense. Um, I know. How do you reckon, like, my whole family and, like, loved people feel? They just are so confused by me all the time. So you'll, you'll say something really rude and for yourself and then the next minute be like, oh, no, no, like, I'll do this for you. Like, that would be a mind fuck. Yes, it is. I, fi- I find that interesting. The mental health angle on that side as well. Like, is it when you were writing this EP, like, over what type of period was it when – different stages of like your mental health were you going through at the writing of the EP or was it was it all done like really quickly it actually wasn't done quickly like into you was written like in 2019 at the beginning wow or or maybe oh god I don't even know at this point with COVID years I, I just don't even know when what happened but I I thought I was getting better but I think I've just gotten worse throughout the years because of COVID I mean, mm. maybe not. I probably still would have been this shit even if COVID didn't happen. 
but I feel like I know how to express it more now. Uh, I mean, we all can't write really good EPs, so um, you've got that talent, and it's a it's a good it's a good outlet. So um, that's fine. Now, obviously, you've got shows coming up right after, well, in a couple of weeks. Um, yep. So, how excited are you to kind of play those shows and kind of have songs all from the EP and people sing it back to you? Um, I am incredibly nervous because really. I- yeah, I can't dance and everyone's always like, you need to have some more stage presence. And I'm like, yeah, my awkwardness is enough for people to have fun. <laughs> this is um, this is really funny because when people, um, like I'm not a musician, I just love going to gigs, love seeing music and that type of stuff. And when people ask me to critique music and critique performances and that type of stuff, I'm just the average just the average punter so like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like give you real sophisticated stuff i'll just be like stage presence i need a bit more of that (laughs) like for bands and that type of stuff but like i don't like because i can't dance either um but uh if like few drinks i can probably i'll probably get down a little bit um so like but you're not like in a big band or anything so you don't need to be like doing all the head banging i think it's cool that like the awkwardness and the sensitivity and all that type of stuff, it goes with your music, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I guess so because like most of my songs, I feel like you should be able to tell I'm a shy person from my songs. But if you can't, then I don't know. I'm writing the wrong songs then. Yeah, yeah. You're not really listening to the lyrics. <laughs> you're yeah. just dropping along for the beat. Yeah, I, yeah, no. I'm very much shy and awkward. So I don't know. People, Some people don't find that interesting, but some people love it and it makes their day. So. I think it's cool. It's it's quirky and it's like interesting. At least like you're you're not going up and just people are going, oh, that's bland. It's like, oh, that's how she performs. That's mad. Do you have anything that like calms you down or before a show? Because um, as I said before, I am seeing you. Oh, um, yeah, probably some alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that really like levels me out. But just before I get on, I feel like I'm gonna throw up everywhere. And I get on, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I doing this? But then I start singing, I'm like, hmm, okay. It's that first like 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, you just want to crawl into a ball. Yeah, I get that with some of my podcasts, like the international guests and um, like I feel like I'm about to die and then 30 seconds in after the first answer, I'm good. But you can hear the like (laughs) right at the start. Um, But like I'm not doing it in front of like a whole audience, I'm doing it in front of the person I'm interviewing. So got those shows as well. Um, obviously coming towards the end of the year and this is my favorite question. People find it hard, but I don't think it is. If um, before 11.59, December 31st this year, what's that one thing that would just like make your year that you do? Like could be musical, can be personal, can be as simple as whatever, but I will be checking. Um, probably to see a psychologist and a psychiatrist and get my mental health sorted what month are we in um september i don't have much time do i september october (laughs) december you got four months mate okay four months i'll do it um and but that could uh, that could like give you a kick in the ass to be like because i will be checking and um i will be using it as content i've got like i don't know 80 people to check with um so like a lot of people i think about half will do it and you've got to be in that half because that's a wholesome goal it's probably the most wholesome goal we've had (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I really have to do it. All right, cool. Yeah, um, obviously, like, no video evidence of, like, you going to the psychologist, but, like, maybe just, I don't know. No, I'll do a little selfie, like, in front of the office. And, like. Yes, that's perfect. Um, I love that. That's really good. But um, I hope that comes true. Yeah, that's all. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.